the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? That nothing matters. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so. uh, that Me Too got Me Tooed. Okay. Mm. Pat. Uh, I think the South Africa story um, and whether or not it's actually happening is really important. I have some updates on that, too, for you. Okay. Uh, before we get into everything, do you want to thank our TV and podcast sponsor, Minostalgia? Um, and, you know, we've talked about them in the past. They came in and cooked for us at the studios. They hey, made all of they, these waffles. Oh, yeah. When? I, had, I had the waffles. They were really good. They were really good. I, didn't awesome. know I wasn't invited really to this. The waffles to, were good. The beer bring, jelly was delicious. Yeah. yeah, I got to bring frozen so waffles good. home and yeah. feed them to my child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch. Amazing. Sarah had a bunch. Pat had a bunch. We had you a bunch. You were dumping waffles. You had so we many just waffles. throwing them away. We couldn't think of anybody. We got full, and we couldn't think of a single person to get I mean, I wasn't notified about this. No one. Thank you. Yeah, like I said, we couldn't think of anybody. Yeah. Well, we I tried. don't like I don't like We asked everybody now. in the building. <laughs> uh, so they have, of course, the wild rice. Uh, they have a wild rice soup for anyone who's not living in Texas, where it's still a billion degrees, mm-hmm. and you actually uh, eat soup. My but wife I- made soup the other day, and I looked at her and I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing?" Yeah. So when it gets to be that time of year, uh, they've got the wild rice soup. They got you covered, and uh, you can. Go online and try their sampler and gift packs. Use the offer code TRY10 for 10% off of all of those sampler packs at blazewildrice.com. All right, so nothing matters. No, it does. It does. I, I, I did a monologue on radio today that I, I urge you to go back and listen to. Uh, it was in the second hour, about halfway through. Uh, and I, I, I... We are a nation... This is so bizarre. We are a nation where truth doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. Principles don't matter. All the big stuff does not matter. And yet, what did they say on Twitter? Oh, that matters. Like, it's the end of the world that matters. The outrage we feel on the littlest stuff when the big stuff doesn't seem to matter. I I don't even... What is that? And so I asked the audience um, today, what should we be talking about? You know, a million Muslims have been rounded up in China. One million. That's one-sixth of the Holocaust. They're already in a camp. Nobody's talking about it. Doesn't matter. The Christians in Burma and Northern Africa and the Middle East they're being sold into slavery in China. They just, they're burning churches down. Doesn't matter. Nobody's talking about it. South Africa. We can't even figure out what the hell is going on in South Africa. Mm-hmm. That's not a third world country. That's, that, that has communications. It, it, they speak English. Well, what do we, how come we can't get that information? Because nobody, nobody cares. Because nobody cares about the big stuff. Everybody cares about Manafort. The guy was dirty. He was been dirty. He's been dirty since the 70s. He, everyone knew, except for Donald Trump, don't hire that guy. He finally is going to jail. It had nothing to do with Donald Trump. That's the story. Bad guy. Caught. 
God went to jail. End of story. Celebrate. That's going to go on for months. Yeah. So what should we talk about? That's what I ask. What should we talk about? There's one thing that nobody is talking about, and it is the solution and the reason for all of our problems. Why are we, why are we arguing over uh, you know, white versus black? Why is this race thing so critical now that we're, we're now demonizing white people, black people, we're at each other's throats? Why? Why can you get on and say, I hate white people? The answer, postmodernism. How is it that we can now have communists? I don't care what you say about democratic socialists, but democratic socialists will always lead to totalitarianism. And they want it. They are marching in the streets saying, end of capitalism, end of USA overthrow the USA. And we have people in Congress that are fine with that. Why is that happening? Post-modernism. Why are there 172 genders? Post-modernism. Why are our kids being taught that there is no truth? Post-modernism. Why is it that nothing matters? Post-modernism. Why is the hashtag MeToo okay to do to some people, but not okay to do to other people? Postmodernism. And it's the one thing you don't hear anywhere. You don't hear anybody talking about it. And it is, it is like, it's like if we were in the 1940s and we were going to fight Germany, but we didn't even, it's not that we, it's not that we downplayed it or wouldn't name it. It's as if we didn't even know there were Nazis. We'd have no idea what we were fighting against. We'd have no idea who they were, why we were fighting, what we were fighting for. That is what we're doing. We are fighting the Nazis, not knowing that Nazis even exist. We're looking at these problems every day and we're arguing over the smallest stuff because that's what postmodernism does. That's what postmodernism wants. So you've given us the, the cause of these problems, right? But so what do we do about it? We, we all start to educate ourselves on what postmodernism is. That's the first thing. I mean, I mean, I th I, but I feel this, like the people who are marching in the streets saying, you know, open borders and the U.S., they're not going to be the ones to go and take the time to read about they it. Don't, they already know it. If you've gone to the universities, the reason why you're marching is because you've been spoon-fed postmodernism. They know what it is. Okay? We don't know what it is. We're fighting a war like imbeciles. We are feeding into it. You know, this is, what, this is why I've spent a, a, a year writing this book. And I, I just said, we were just talking about Jonah Goldberg off the air. Uh, as I said to Stu today, I said, I wish I could write this book all over again. And that would be the third rewrite. I mean, I wrote the book once, and then I rewrote the entire book because I was like, that's not right. That's not. I've learned so much more since I started the book. I rewrote the entire book. And I wish I could rewrite it now. 
Because the more you learn, the more you see there is nothing else. I, I ask this audience, you were with me, most likely. You've been with me the whole time. And you know when I started talking about progressivism, you guys were in the studios with me. How many calls did we take? How many emails did we take? Stop talking about Woodrow Wilson. It doesn't matter. But mm -hmm. once you understood the difference between liberal and progressive, your whole world opened up. And you were like, oh my gosh, I know what they're doing. I got it. I got it. This is bigger than progressivism. And this is the end of the Western way of life, the end of the United States of America, and the end of the Western world. Western civilization is their target. And they announce it clearly. We better know our enemy. And the, the way that they want to you know, take down the Western way of life, you know, a summary kind of is a form of chaos. They're introducing chaos. chaos. There's, no, there's nothing to, to give you foundation. You know, the, the, many on the right cheered when Breitbart came out and celebrated their post-fact era. Uh, you know, that was, that's not something that's that... That's postmodernism. That's postmodernism. Anyway, so it's on the right and it's on the left, just like progressivism. Yeah. Um, but you're seeing it, obviously, like crazy with, and we're, with and these we're, groups in the streets. And we're being sucked into it because we don't know how it works, why it works. When you celebrate someone uh, that you don't like being deplatformed, you are playing into it, okay? There, because there is no truth. Postmodernism works this way. A, the goal is to destroy this oppressive system. What is the oppressive system? Anything that was brought forth with the Enlightenment. What is the Enlightenment? Reason, rational thinking, facts, science, mathematics. When you hear that mathematics is racist, if you, d I remember reading this six months ago and saying, what the hell is, what are you even, how could it possibly, Postmodernism. Postmodernism. They have to tear down anything that is logical, that built or is holding this system up. That's why when, when I say something, they're going to come after me. But if somebody on their side says exactly the same thing, it doesn't matter. Because that goal is to destroy the system. My goal is to hold it up. That's why nothing makes sense. And it's playing on us because we're like, I can't believe the hypocrisy. That's the point. That's what they want you to do because you help tear down the system. We keep talking about a civil war. Well, yeah, unless you know that's exactly what they want. Uh, I want to make sure to have time for the other stories. And I feel like, sorry, I, sorry. We'll, no, 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 you're fine. I, we'll get to Asia Argento, but... On the topic of South Africa, since that came up, I want to go ahead and, and move on to South Africa. What a blabbermouth, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, your show you is like uh, last half hour. Just yeah. um, there seems to be a bone of contention as to uh, whether or not there's anything going on in South Africa right now. And we're seeing the stories from Australian news agencies. No American media sources interested Fox in these... Now. White farmers are they? Yeah, they're talking Fox, about it now Tucker a little Carlson. bit, and that's how the president heard about it. Of yeah, course. of course. <laughs> um, but 
the left completely denies anything's going on in South Africa, even though the South Africans are openly changing their constitution to read that they can expropriate these farms uh, from white farmers with no compensation. uh, We don't have to pay anything. Plus, uh, there is documented proof of white farmers being murdered. Careful, careful, careful. Okay, we've been doing our homeworks on this all day. On video. No, I know that. I know that. We've been doing our homework on this all day. Yeah. We've had the same <clears throat> questions and concerns. Mm-hmm. We are probably at least a week, maybe two weeks away from having real, true, solid answers. But mm-hmm. here's what we found so far. And I'm going to lay this out a little bit tomorrow because it's very important that you don't take sides on this <clears throat> because we might be being played by the alt-right. What we found is there is only one source of these, the stats and the videos. They're all being produced and all being financed by one group, and it's a it's a it's an alt right group, right? Can you do you know anything much about it to speak uh, on it yet? They just keep describing them as an activist group. Okay. So <clears throat> it's a it's it's a, an activist group, and we'll have enough information. I just got a quick briefing in the hallway. Um, we'll have this information for you tomorrow. We know the name of the group. The reason why Australia reported on it is because they reached out to the Australian press and said, we'll pay your way. You have to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same thing we think with Fox News. They reached out and said, you have to see this. Uh, not that they sent them over or anything else, but they're fostering relationships to get this out. So all of the facts that we thought were true. Like what? Uh, the five... Uh, the one farmer every five days. Okay, one, between one and two being killed in the last year every week. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That does not appear to be true. Does not appear to be true. I can't tell you for sure yet. I can just say there's enough doubt in my mind that the people who are pushing this are pretty sketchy. Well, we should pause and not rip, whip anybody up into a frenzy. My point was going to be that I think Trump's tweet last night was a pretty good approach to this. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot of hyperbole. It was fairly measured in his response. And he said, I've asked our Secretary of State to research it. Research, study it, so, check it, see if there's anything to it. Right. Well, that's, that's, what what we doing doing. Too, right? that's what we should that's be doing. That's what we should be doing. But that's not what CNN is doing or yes. most of mainstream media. No, they're just saying Fox it doesn't News exist. Now, so, once again, so once again, the, what's going to happen is when it comes back, if it comes back and says this is not true, then what will happen? That will be the deep state. That will be <laughs> CNN. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Instead of saying right now, we don't know. Okay, what we do know is this: we do know that They're they taking are farms taking farms without compensation. They are saying cut the throat of whiteness. Yes, They're, they are using really nasty language that has in the past led to genocide. Doesn't mean it will happen this time. Doesn't mean that it's happening now. But they are watering the seeds that have been watered before in Zimbabwe. Same thing. We know they. In Zimbabwe, there were, it wasn't a genocide, but there were a lot of farmers that were killed. If it plays out the same way, we know that that will happen. Whether it's happening now or not, I don't know. 
But the back and forth between CNN, Fox, Trump, deep state, all of that, that will only cloud the truth and then trouble will happen. Yeah. I mean, we definitely, to Pat's point, I mean, we definitely know there are scary things going on there. We know the Constitution's Mm -hmm. changing and there have been documented, you know, murders and assaults like this. And the attitude is completely different from Nelson Mandela's time. Yes, totally. The the new president said the time for reconciliation is over. What yeah. does that tell yeah. you? Yeah. Um, but we don't, you know, like Newsweek is reporting this, you know, one murder every five days. The New York Times is saying the murders are at a 20-year low. Um, I, I don't think we have a good sense yet of the scope. And we also don't have a good sense, I don't think, yet of what the cause is. You know, uh, there was back, you know, m- many years ago, these numbers used to show that the majority of attacks were robberies and not uh, racially motivated uh, or politically motivated. So, like, I feel like this is, you're right, I think that's a good point. It's like, it's a good approach. Yeah. You know what? Look it, people it. get frantic because he put it on Twitter. But if mm-hmm. what he's actually doing is saying, hey, let's take an honest look at this and make sure there's not something terrible going on, that's an okay well, approach. Here's the problem. I don't know that I because tweet it, but it's he, a good, it's good right. approach. Yes. Really quick. Because right. he tweeted it, it will now make it a bone of contention yeah. that CNN yes, will. will do anything they can yeah. to discredit him and make him a conspiracy theorist, which when, if there is ever anything there, it will be the deep state is trying to hide it and you've already selected a side. Do not select mm-hmm. a side on this. All right, back in a minute. Hey, Sarah Gonzalez here, and if you like what you're hearing on this program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The program is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. All right, Asia Argento's accuser is speaking out. Uh, Yes, Uh, came out and said this stuff did happen, and it's been a total disaster. Of course, she's one of the big people who started uh, the Me Too movement. Uh, we find out later that she had uh, had sex with a 17-year-old a co-star of one of her movies. Uh, and Well, a co-star when he was seven. Well, he was seven the first time, but he was 17 the second time. Right? They, I think they did two movies together. I don't remember exactly her. I don't know her work all that well. <laughs> I don't um, even know who she <laughs> is. Yeah, I know so. who she is through me, too, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah, she's done know. some stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, what I think is, is really interesting is I was, I, was, I was joking about this last night on Twitter and that you know, there's a, uh, I'm watching CNN, and really, like, you'd look at this, two, there were two big stories yesterday. I'd say one was, uh, you know, the Trump stuff, and two was the Asia Argento Me Too stuff, as that stuff's breaking. You know, of course, CNN is focusing almost all of its attention on the Trump. I didn't even see the other story. Um, it was uh, constantly Trump, 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 which, again, President of the United States, you understand there's big stuff going, they're going to focus on that. But what I found was interesting is we spent the last, what, year and a half with CNN on the air every single day. And what have they been telling us about? They've been complaining about how bad the Me Too you know, attacks are. Mm-hmm. And they've been telling about how bad it is for someone to pay to silence their sexual escapades, mm-hmm. especially a sexual assault. Those two mm-hmm. things have been on CNN constantly. Now, may I just preface this with, this is the best analysis I have heard <laughs> on this. Listen to where he's taking it. My concern is this entire time, while they were walking us through this uh, 18-month process, uh, their own employee, Anthony Bourdain, 
was sitting in the exact intersection of these two stories. He was hiding a Me Too attack and paying someone to silence, silence them about sex. He's the one who came up with $380,000 to send to this actor to silence him so that his girlfriend didn't get in trouble on the Me Too uh, movement. And I will point out that $380,000 is much more than Donald Trump paid both porn stars combined. <laughs> so it's it's this. I mean, there is a Incredible. a real weird journalistic thing yeah. going on there. Now I don't think CNN knew about this at the time, but I mean, the entire time they're lecturing the White House and everybody in America, all you men who don't know, you know, you're all abusing women. That entire message, that the whole time, their guy was the guy who was making the giant payment to hide this attack. Now this is the best analysis that I've ever heard on this. <laughs> There's no one, no, there's no one in CNN, no one in the newsroom has brought this up. Have you seen anyone who worked and praised Anthony Bourdain? There's no one that even questions their undying loyalty to this man. Now, I I don't know. I mean, I have experience with suicide in my family. So it's, it's insanity. There's sometimes no rhyme or reason for it. It doesn't have to be an event, but one of the tricks it plays on you is you feel trapped. If you paid somebody $380,000 and you're in a situation to where all your colleagues are talking about how great your girlfriend is and me too, and we're right with you. By the way, have you seen that scumbag? The walls are closing in on you. And you are thinking, if they ever find out, you're living in a world of cognitive dissonance that you cannot ignore. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, but he also was very outspoken about it yeah. as well, right? I mean, yeah. he, so you would yes. think that if he felt trapped, and I'm not saying that he didn't, but I'm just saying it's interesting to me that he was out there on the front line speaking out about it, knowing, I mean, you, everyone staying finds, in the dark, maybe. Everyone finds an exception when it's their guy. Okay, but you can't. So he might have said, I'm true. I'm I'm true because she's that didn't happen. She's told me it didn't happen. And I'm I'm going to shut him up. She might have had he might have had all that. But he in in some place in Anthony Bourdain had to know if this ever gets out, I'm doomed yeah, I mean, and like, look, you—if you, you could try to fight off an, a, a false attack if someone comes after you, uh, to pay them three hundred eighty thousand dollars out of your own pocket to silence them, so that no one even has the chance to decipher whether this attack was real. That's a total cognitive dissonance that uh, yeah. sh- you know should not be just tossed away. And there also should be uh, something that CNN does in an introspective way. Like in an ombudsman sort of way. Oh, I wonder where, if Brian Stelter will do it. I maybe he will. He's maybe so he will. Good. But because I, I mean, they adored Anthony Bourdain. He oh. was like the hero of the network. Yeah. Everybody on, everybody in media wants to be that guy who's yeah. just cool. He's out there drinking. He's meeting new people, and he's doing all these culture stuff. Everybody in the media wants to be Anthony Bourdain, minus what happened at the end. And they all really are torn up about it, which is understandable. I mean, they really liked him. But I mean, there is a weird situation here. Where, you know, this needs to be announced to everyone in case it wasn't obvious that if you're working for a news network and you're in the middle of hiding the story that they are trying to report, that's a real big conflict of interest. And it's something that they need to examine. I mean, that, you can't just let that slide and all like, hey, remember that one time where our guy paid $380,000 to hide they an love assault? Him too much. 
I think you're right. I don't think Trump. they're going to do anything they'll with never, it. Never. No way. They will. They will maybe bring it up on a show that nobody watches, like Brian Stelter. <laughs> and uh, they will. I have such disdain for that man. We know. We got We saw the interview. Bring it up on shows that they'll never watch, and then it'll be done. If I, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked about yeah. all that. I'll, they like him shocked. Too much. And it's a sad story. And they, up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. I have an announcement to make. <laughs> I have an announcement to Ooh, make. Oh, I love announcements. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, I am now resigning. Okay. I am going to go to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I'm going to... You're going to be a poop picker-upper? <laughs> good money in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's too good. Really good. $184,000 a year to good pick up money. people's poop. The benefits yeah. are too good. Yeah. I was really thinking good. about going just to be a homeless person's maid. <laughs> and I, that's that's kind of what, what they are. Really yeah. No, no, no. Not, no, this is separate from the poop picker-uppers. So oh, okay. They have hired housekeepers... For the homeless people to clean up after them. To clean up after them. Mm-hmm. If you are paying taxes in San Francisco oh and you can't afford a taxpayer or a, I mean a, a housekeeper, don't worry. You're paying for one <laughs> for the guy who's not working or paying taxes. Unbelievable. You see That's the breakdown insane. of all the different yeah. uh, things they're paying for and how yes. much they're paying. Yes. I couldn't wait, wait, believe for this. Well, $72 million? $72.5 million for, on street cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, but it's $100 million total with the yeah. housekeepers right. and the... When you add everything up. Yeah, it's $100 million with Oh, $3.1 million for a series of portable toilets that won't be open at night. Uh, uh, doesn't so really people, solve the problem. People don't go to the bathroom at night. <laughs> That, that doesn't happen. You go once in the morning. Right. That's all you need. What would you? That's well, if, silly. If, if you, yeah, I mean, if you keep it open, then when would the the cleaning squad come to clean it? Right. You need to have it shut down so that people can get in there. I mean, and clean it. we were trying to come up with <laughs> the right price for a human poop handler. Mm-hmm. I just told and, you, I'm I'm doing. Well, it. you'll do it for 184. I feel like the price is less. It's I not 184. Yeah. It's not 180. No, okay, but in all seriousness, it, you really think it's less in I, San Francisco? I think it's 70k. Oh, in San Francisco? Well, I mean, where everything is. That's the a cost starter. Of yeah, I think they should have gotten them for 70. Yeah, we were talking 20 that's, bucks an hour yeah. seems like a legitimate. When that comes out to about 40,000, so yeah, 20 bucks plus a premium because it's human poop instead of dog poop. I feel like dog poop. The job is 15 to 20. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think human they poop. Have, it's 20 I to 30. can guarantee you. I can guarantee you that there are. There are dog poop handlers in San Francisco. That's all they do is go to your yard and they pick up the poop and get rid of it for you. I can guarantee how much does that person make? That's a great point because that's probably like a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. just trying this to is, You can't work at McDonald's anymore. Yeah. Here, why don't you work mm-hmm. with human poop? That's amazing. Uh, I mean, and look at this picture. The picture of San Francisco that we kind of have is a placeholder here. It's a beautiful picture. It's an incredible city. San yeah, Francisco, I think, is the most beautiful city in America. It's, it's really it's great. Beautiful. I mean, other than all the poop. And, well, then, yeah, it's needles. not anymore. It once needles. was, you I mean, know, one recently, of the... recently, 10 no, it really years was. ago. Yeah. I know. That was actually the last time I was there. And I was trying to plan a vacation. And it, I was like, I really want to go there. I, I, we have to go to San Francisco. It's the most beautiful place. You have to see it. 
And then I, I heard you guys talking uh, about it and looked into it. Yeah, and oh, I was no, like, yeah, I think we'll go it's somewhere horrible. else instead. Well, yeah, because we when we were there for the Super Bowl Super. a few years ago. And that's when they cleaned it up. Yeah, that's the obviously the best that's it's going to be. That's when they cleaned it up. And you'd walk down, and it's just, it's just like that picture. It's like beautiful walk, and it's just a really cool place to walk around. And then you just hit this quarter block where it just turns into the just smell. the worst smell you've mm. ever smelled in your life. To the point of, like, you have to hold your breath until you get past it. Mm. And then you walk for another quarter mile and everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, you hit another block like that. It's just, it's it's My it's favorite, terrible. my favorite, uh, you know, uh, just a San Francisco memory, uh, was uh, when Pat and I were walking down the street. And one of us had to say to the other, uh, look out, there's, jeez, oh, dirty underwear with poop in it. You're going to step <laughs> on it. Oh, no. Remember that? Yep. It was yep. like, oh, oh my God. Gosh. Yep. Fortunately, we have five people who are going to be out every day cleaning that up. Yeah. So you won't see the poopy well, underwear. I mean, five much. whole people. And that's yeah. not like, what, only a million yeah. a year for that. Yeah, that's not so bad. That's not bad at all. That's great. That's, bad. that's great. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know, I'm not sure if you heard this, but PETA is working really hard to have a really big impact on uh, innocent animals' lives. Mm-hmm. And they um, oh, actually ended up, this. yeah, they, they managed to... Let the poor animals who were on Barnum's animal crackers, they were in a cage. Mm-hmm. Right. On the container. No, they weren't. In a ca- they're in a- they weren't in a cage. Uh, it was actually a drawing. No, they were. It <laughs> yeah. was a drawing yes, of yes. a cage and they right. were caged. Yes, oh, I just want to. Just could I remind everyone that it's it is still a Barnum, It's Barnum's animals, <laughs> which is well, a historic circus. Right. Which uh, just got closed name. down. Yes. I mean, they just got them shut down and now right. you get the, the bars off their animals. For the crackers. same reason. Right. I mean, yeah. this animal so now we care about hysteria. Now we we care about the uh, the cartoon cages mm-hmm. that yes. the cartoon animals are kept in. Yes. So now these animals have been set free. So I just wanted to give a shout out to they look happier now. I hope that they look happier. I'd be so tempted just to just to go to. I would if I ran the animal cracker place just out of spite. I would make all of the boxes, but I just fill the bag with air. Oh, no, we freed all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point, because you're eating the animals. That's right. You're eating that's, it. You're going to bite the cool. head off that? No, no. way. Yeah, that what is, are you teaching your children? That's definitely against uh, PETA rules. It's part of the whole thing, too, where we were just erasing history and we're erasing things that happened. That was the, uh, there because the circus existed, and that's that's because it gave you the sense of what was going on, and you know, that was people, part of it. People think, oh, the circus, it was so mean. No, you don't understand. There were only drawings of elephants. Nobody had ever seen. There were no pictures of elephants. Nobody had ever seen a lion or a zebra before. So it was taking them and bringing them. So people people wanted to see those animals because a giraffe, they had only seen a drawing of a giraffe. It was a different time. It's really sad that they would, you know, get rid of, uh, get rid of, the circus, right? Like they close down the circus and at the same time embrace a musical about the circus. Uh, this, the, the, that, what was that thing called? The greatest American showman. showman or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> of all things, you turn this fun thing for kids and you turn it into a crappy musical. And yes, it's crappy. All of you, it's crappy. It's a good, I haven't it was seen a it. Good it's a good musical. Oh, it was, it it was a good musical. It was like great it. music. A, it's a musical. There's no such thing as a good musical. <laughs> this one was. Hugh Jackman. Uh, this one was. Yeah, Moulin, Moulin Rouge sucks, too. I think I love you. I, I know I'm married happily, <laughs> but we could canoodle just over that. Okay. Not yeah, a lot of people oh, like you. You won. Wow, what a wonderful victory for Sarah there. She gets a canoodle with Glenn. <laughs> no, here's the thing. 
I can't. I, not a lot of people like Moulin Rouge. Love it. I love it. Love it. It's I think so Tanya good. and I went to it like ten oh, times. That's all we heard about. You mm -hmm. remember this? That's mm -hmm. all we heard about on that's the freaking talk about. radio show. For we, we timed it. We timed it to where we 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 brought like the eighth time. We brought our kids to it. They were young, and we brought our kids to it. And, we're, and I said to him, "Watch on the screen. This is going to happen. And when it does, you'll see people get up and leave." And it, like clockwork, oh, like funny. clockwork, you was can see. Was that the uh, start of the movie? Is that possibly <laughs> it? Is it? Okay, that might have been that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> go to uh, the Blaze Y uh, oh. comment. It's, it's another comment, not question today. So remember to tweet us your comments and your questions at the hashtag the Blaze Y. Nicole said that you, Glenn, are missing a really huge opportunity when you don't say Beck in a minute when you go to commercial breaks. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Beck in a minute. This whole time. That's, oh, my gosh. This whole time I just, it's so been laying catchy. out there and you haven't even wow, done it. Wow, Beck so in a minute. So catchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then yesterday's poll results, uh, of course, we asked about the Eagles or Michael Jackson, who deserves the top spot. 44% of you said the Eagles. 32% said Michael Jackson. Yes. 24% said other, which obviously means they were the voting for Ed Sheeran. No, uh, I believe oh to be the case. I'm <laughs> sure that that's who they meant when they said that. Uh, today's poll, I know you guys were talking about uh, Beto, mm -hmm. my, my good pal Beto, yeah. fellow Hispanic, uh, and he's out there in the media. The polls are very close. Mm -hmm. So the poll question is, will there be a blue wave in Texas this November, nope. meaning will Pat have to eat his underwear? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm so torn. <laughs> you kind of so want torn. it to happen, yeah. but yeah. kind of don't. Yeah. Yeah. If the whole country wouldn't suffer... I, I would. <laughs> thank you. Thank Otherwise, you. we'd be all in. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah. only one of 50 votes. I mean, you could, is, if you could trade, let's say, a few Republican Senate seats in other areas that they might lose, but then lose the better. You'd be willing seat. to sacrifice I mean, Ted Cruz. That's so, a great point. So, you were talking <laughs> so about, I could eat my underwear. Yes. You were talking about other. Yes. Um, uh, I, yeah, no, I think it was what's Soldier Boy. Soldier. Yes, yeah. you're a big Soldier Boy fan. No. <laughs> I am trolling. It is so much fun. It is it's so hilarious. much fun it's to troll. And I, I trolled this morning. I was just driving in. I saw some because I followed him. <laughs> he said something. And, and so I went. I just, it was about, uh, you know, uh, about how, how, his, uh, how he's got drip. I didn't know what that meant. So I went to the, I went <laughs> to the like urban ease. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Uh, and it's if your bling mm -hmm. is... I can't remember what that is, but it, it's all diamonds. And, uh, and then your bars, meaning your musical bars, are so hot, it causes your bling to drip. <laughs> so I said something really ridiculous. And as I tweeted it, and people are starting to respond back, I really thought... <laughs> Am I going to get in trouble for this? Am I going <laughs> right, to get... Like you don't know what line you're crossing. Right. I have or no sand. idea what mm. line I'm crossing here. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I, I have to go to the Urban Dictionary to figure out. Because I don't, I don't know if I'm throwing gang signs. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's so fun. That's really funny. Uh, all right. Uh, if you guys have not heard, we have a Friday show now. Ah, Yay! yes. Yay! Yay! Yes. So catch us tomorrow. All new Friday show. See you then. Yay! <laughs>